going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole, and as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. All right, here's a rundown of the topics I'll be discussing today. There is a member from ESPN who has come to the Bengals' defense. About time. <laughs> All right, are the Bengals preparing for Joe Mixon the holdout? And, kind of a fun topic, what number do you think the Cincinnati Reds should retire next? All right, finally, somebody took the other side of the issue. Everybody's jumped on the bandwagon saying the Bengals are a terrible run organization. They ruin quarterbacks. They do this. They do that. They're cheap. You know, Detroit's better. <laughs> really? Well, on Get Up this morning, Mel Kuyper Jr. was asked a question by Greeny. And this is what he said. This pick and this draft, it almost feels like people are positioning this like Burrow is being set up to fail in Cincinnati. What do you think of that perspective? I'm disgusted by it, Greeny. It makes me sick. And I've been screaming about this for months. I hear this garbage. All, everybody wants to spew about the Bengals, and it's the horrible place to go. It's awful. you got no chance for a quarterback to have success. What are you, dreaming? You want to just throw out inaccurate information? Fine, but it, it makes me sick. Now, 81 and 88 may be too long ago, but they won in 81 with Kenny Anderson, 88 with Boomer Esiason. And if that's too far uh, removed, fine. Let's fast forward to 2011, 2015. That's not 100 years ago, guys. Okay, they had five straight winning seasons, five straight playoff appearances. Should have beat Pittsburgh. It was a penalty late that cost them that opportunity. They had an 11 and 12 win season mixed in for those five straight years of getting to the playoffs. Okay, and with, with Carson Palmer, he got hurt in a playoff game where they may have won that game. Andy Dalton had success. So this notion that Joe Burrow's going to a place that's never won, never had success, never had a quarterback do anything is utterly ridiculous. That might have been my favorite moment that we've had on the show in, in, in as long as I can remember. Who saw that coming? Mel, you seem to be quite, you seem to be very yeah. passionate about this, and I like it. <laughs> There's no other way to go, Greeny. I mean, come on. Come on. They're going to say quarterbacks have never had any success. They've done nothing but lose in Cincinnati. I remember talking to Mike Brown back in 83, 84, prior to the draft. Steve Young had gone to the USFL. They were thinking about Boomer Esiason. They took Boomer in the second round, had three first-round picks, and that didn't really pan out, right? Yet, a few years later, Boomer was in a Super Bowl, and he could have won against that great 49er team had it not been for the Montana Drive, okay? Well, something happened when you didn't have three first-round picks do a lot. Some personnel got taken in there to help Boomer size and get to that Super Bowl. So this notion that Mike Brown and the Bengals don't know how to do it and don't know how to get it done, yes, it's not the traditional way. The coaches are heavily involved, okay? Fine. But it's not like Joe Burrow's going to a place where he has zero chance to be successful. And ironically, nobody wanted Joe Burrow coming out of high school. He said, hey, nobody wanted me, okay? Now you're going to say, I don't want to go to the Bengals. Or I don't want to. Now all of a sudden you're going to flip the script? Uh-uh. Joe Burrow will be fine. The Bengals will be fine. Come on. Like I say, 2011 to 2015 isn't uh, 300 years ago. Okay, that is extraordinarily well said and very much duly noted. <laughs> Love it. Thank you, Mel Kuyper Jr. It's about time somebody took the other side of the argument. I mean, everybody just piles on how bad the Bengals are bad. The Bengals are this. Yes, in the 90s, we were. That was 20 years ago. We haven't been in that franchise in 20 years. You guys have got to do your stats. You got to look stuff up. I mean, Mel Kuyper Jr., 
That's exactly what he just said. Nobody's based, they're basing it on stuff that happened in the 90s, not the recent history. I mean, we got Marvin Lewis, went to the playoffs. We could have beat the Steelers then. Carson got injured by the chemo, the assassin, Ben Olhoffen. The last playoff one that we could have uh, won was against the Steelers again. If Hill doesn't uh, fumble the ball, we win. Now, you could all say if Vontaze Perfect doesn't lose his mind, but Joey Porter was on the field. No flags. Joey Porter wasn't a player. He was a coach. He was in the middle of the field talking to Pac-Man Jones. That should have been a flag. But it wasn't anyway. So, yes, the Bengals have not won a playoff game. They had two very good shots at it against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who I hate. Anyway, the point is, national media, you guys are doing this narrative before the pandemic happened. Do your homework. You guys are paying a lot of money to give us information, not make stuff up. It's called fake news. The Bengals are actually a pretty good organization. Like I said yesterday, they signed six free agents. Not cheap. So I just want to say thank you to Bill Kuyper Jr. for finally speaking some truth about how things are actually with the Bengals. He said, yeah, they don't do it how normal or not normal, other teams do it. They do it with the coaches. But it works. I mean, you can do it however you want to do it. If it works on the field, then it works. Yes, the last four years haven't, but not every team is going to be great. Let's see what happens to the Patriots this next couple years without Tom Brady. You know, and that's another thing. This whole cheap narrative with the Bengals. Okay. How much money do the Patriots pay for their players other than Tom Brady? which is no longer there now. Nobody ever calls them cheap, but they don't go out and sign a whole bunch of free agents and spend a ton of money. Bill Belichick trades down and trades down and trades down and gets lower draft picks. He gets more of them, but he gets lower draft picks because they're cheaper. So why doesn't anybody call the Patriots cheap? Because, well, they've won six Super Bowls. They're still cheap, though. <laughs> yeah, their formula works. Still cheap. Joe, just because you don't spend... As much money as, say, the Dallas Cowboys do, doesn't mean your way doesn't work. Cowboys spent a ton of money. When was the last time they won a Super Bowl? Just saying. You guys have got to do your homework and come with better information and come stronger. Because us Bengals fans can blow you up. All right, let's move on to this. uh, What's going on with Joe Mixon? Hopefully the Bengals will sign him, but things got a little bit more complicated Yesterday, are the Bengals anticipating Joe Mixon to hold out? Well, like I said, it got a little more complicated yesterday because the Carolina Panthers signed Christian McCaffrey to a an extension, sixteen million dollars per year, not throughout the whole contract. Sixteen million dollars per year. That's making him the highest paid running back in NFL history. So yeah, it makes it a little bit more complicated now. Mixon isn't McCaffrey. He's not on McCaffrey's level. But Mixon, he's not going to get $16 million, but he's going to get some money. He's good. Mixon's come off back-to-back seasons of 1,100 rushing yards. He's only 23. So, the Bengals can do it a couple different ways. They handle it like the L.A. Chargers did last year with Melvin Gordon. 
which was take a hard stance and not pay him. And he sat out, and Gordon lost money, and he went and signed, I think, for less money with Denver. Or, well, if they do that, I'll put that bigger back. If they do that, it could put, it could hamper Joe Burrow and his development and the offense that they're trying to rebound from a terrible year last year. So, if they do that, it could hurt them in the long run. And the most important thing for the Bengals right now is, first of all, after they draft Joe Burrow, get an offensive line and surround him with parts and players to help his development. Now, Mixon could hold out and see how much leverage he has. You know, Cincinnati wants to start a new era right away with their new offensive toy, Joe Burrow. So, it's like I said, I posted this on Bengal Station. It's a very fine line. He's not getting $16 million. You know, and, and NFL players, of all professional sports, I think NFL players deserve the money. The problem is, NFL running backs, unless you are the elite guys like McCaffrey and uh, Zeke down in uh, Dallas, you run into... How, when's it going to end? Because guys go downhill so fast. And the problem is you can draft another running back. I mean, you can. And you can take that money and pay, you know, three running backs for less money and be just as effective. And you can spread the money around to your offensive line and different things like that. So it's just depends on how the Bengals want to handle it. I really believe the way they've been going with this offseason that they are going to sign Joe Mixon. They just have to do it so it works best for him and best for the Bengals, you know, which is giving him money, not $16 million, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be what Mixon wants. Mixon wants a long-term contract. Running backs are not going to get long-term contracts. Now, I could be wrong, but those are the tripping points that I, or negotiating points that I think that is holding it up. Like I said, the way things are going and the momentum the Bengals have, I'd be really surprised if he holds out and if the Bengals don't pay him. So we'll find out what happens when football season starts. All right, this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right. Let's get into some Bearcat basketball news. It's all been Bengals, Bengals, Bengals. But the Bearcats and John Brandon are still on the recruiting trail. We'll find out the chance they could get a pretty good grad transfer from Michigan tomorrow. At noon, he's supposed to announce where he's going to go. David DeJulius. His final list includes Marquette, Iowa State, Missouri, and Cincinnati. Now, he is DeJulius. Now, this is a... Uh, article or the stats I got from uh, 24-7 Sports. DeJulius is a combo guard. Now, this is the part I like. He's got two years remaining. So most time when you get grad transfers, at least it was in the past, you only get one year. The football team got the kid young from Notre Dame, and he's got two years. So now the basketball team hopefully can get this kid, and we have two two more years re- remaining. Now, as a sophomore, he averaged seven points a game, 2.4 rebounds, and his sh- Shooting percentage was 30, 36% from three. Now, 
say those don't look like great numbers, Jeff. Like, no, but if you read farther in the article, that he's got a he's looking for a new system, and that would fit his his skill set. Now, this also could be I don't know how much playing time he got or anything. I probably didn't get a whole lot. That's why he's transferring. So with John Brandon's system and the way he works, guys, there's a very good chance that he could pick Cincinnati because I think the Bearcats' system are going to fit him very well. And the Bearcats got to get some get some more players. So, what do you guys think? Like I said, check it out tomorrow at noon. He should be announcing on Church Man Twitter. Okay, let's get to the Reds here. I said this at the beginning of the show. I can't wait till baseball starts, by the way. Okay. The Reds have retired just about every number that's worth retiring that I can think of. So I was scrolling around on uh, Facebook and I found this from the uh, big or blog red machine. They said, whose number should they retire next? And they got a list of guys here. Uh, they, potentials that the Reds could uh, retire. You have Veda Penson, which is number 28. Bronson Royal, 61. Jose Rio, 27. Brandon Phillips, number 4. And then Joey Votto, but you can't retire him because he's still playing. So, out of these guys, my pick, personally, would be Jose Rio. One, Jose Rio actually, when he retired the first time, got a vote for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he got one vote for the Hall of Fame. He was a dominant pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds in the early 90s. He was the man in 1990 with the World Series Wire Wire Championship. If he didn't blow his elbow out in 95, I think he could have very well easily played another or pitched another five years and gotten very close to getting into the actual Hall of Fame. So, out of the candidates we have here, I think Jose Rio should be the next one that they potentially retire. Just, he deserves it. I mean, worst case, put him in the Reds Hall of Fame, you know? I mean, that that's that's where he should be and because he what he meant to the 1990 Reds and what he meant to that team and that time in Reds baseball, go back and watch you know, the Wired Wire tape. I mean, he was the man. He was our stud stopper. We had a losing streak. You put Jose out there, and he took care of it. All right. Now, as always, I uh, like to talk about different Facebook groups that I help run. We got Bengals Nation, Reds Country, and Bearcats Country. You also have my own pages. Facebook page is Sports Strawberry Ice. Twitter handle, Sports Strawberry Ice. And the uh, Instagram. Now, YouTube. You, like I said, you guys have been great. I have thoroughly enjoyed all the comments you guys made, especially the ones about yesterday with Stephen A. Smith. I can't wait to see what you guys say about Mel Kuyper today. But I am up to 370 subscribers. Let's try to push and get that to 400 as fast as we can. Now, if you're on the podcast, if you're on Apple Podcast, do me a favor, give me a five-star review. If you're on Beanpot, uh, Spotify, any of the other ones, like, subscribe, share. Every time I do one, it pops up, and it's right on your phone. Other than that, you guys stay safe, wash your hands, have a great day, and that's just sports, baby. See you guys.